Blog Talk Radio. You ready for the show? You ready for the show? Black Talk, we are on table talk radio. The show for the black. Black Talk, we are on table talk radio. I am black. That doesn't mean I'm vulnerable to attack. I'm just like you, a human, red blood, emotions, a moving figure. But you're treating me like I'm about to pull a trigger. Cause I'm black, you put in the West on me. Oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, yeah. Black soap, you're around table talk radio. It's here to show. Here to unify black people, yeah. It's here to get you inside, get you motivated. Black soap, you're around table talk radio. The show for the black. Black soap, you're around table talk radio. The show is a part of sorts. Black soap, you're around table talk radio. Listen and get this pie. All right. You're now listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio, the biggest colored show on earth with your host, Adrian Charleston, the true butterfly, Miss Ray, and I'm some guy named Jay. Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio is the number one live stream dedicated to bringing black folks together from all walks of life, teaching the importance of economic empowerment for our people, and showcasing the talents and abilities of black people across the globe. This is also the number one blog talk radio show, which I believe is not being hosted by a convicted felon or a conspiracy theorist wacko or a closeted lesbian. But, hey, we're going to put on a great show just as good as all those people, too. So listen up. Tonight's main topic is open mics again. We'll talk about whatever comes to mind, Jay-Z becoming a billionaire and some of the topics that's happened in the group this week, anything you want to talk about, we'll talk about it. We're going to open up the lines after the interview, so give us a call at 929-477-3872 and press 1. That's if you're you know, listening in on an app or something like that. Also joining us for the discussion is L, the no-nonsense woman, to talk about a radio show and her entertainment company and, and more. But before we get into that, I just want to let you know that you can check us out at www.blacktopia.org, and you can also download and install the Blacktopia mobile app on iTunes, Amazon.com, and BlackBerry World. All right. Also purchase the book, The Dick Had Me Dizzy, by author R. Coxton. The Dick Had Me Dizzy is available on Amazon. Definitely get that. Also check out the book Secret Eyes from author Shantina Wilson. You know, it just dropped on Amazon, so get Secret Eyes. Also purchase the new album from R&B singer Nakia. Her album No Fairy Tale is available on iTunes, Amazon, and everywhere you can purchase music digitally. Just get it. Just grab it. All of it. All right. Let's go on ahead and bring everyone on. Charleston. Hello? Um, uh, yeah, hello. 
show. It went dead and then it just popped on. Hey. Hey. I don't know what that was. Yeah. I'm doing well. Dead and then beeped. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh oh. Don't be starting that blog talk. (laughs) You've been doing good. Right, yeah. right. You still feel, yes. Hey. Yeah. You still celebrating your birthday? Well, June fourth, of, of course you are. Yes, until <laughs> the end of June. Next week I head out to oh. Vegas and Florida, and then I'll be back in Raleigh about a week and a half after that. So, yes, I'm still. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna celebrate my birthday again. Sometime in December for no reason. <laughs> and September for Virgo season, too. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. We might as well celebrate during yeah. Virgo season. I mean, they ain't doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And speaking of Virgos, <laughs> and speaking of Virgos, speaking of Virgos not doing anything, uh, Raven's not here yet, but she'll be returning to the, to the program sometime this <laughs> evening. <laughs> Oh yeah, sometime a little later. So uh, what she does, we'll bring her on and we'll do the bird noises and everything. All right, yes. let's go on. Let's go on ahead and bring on Miss L. Miss L, the no nonsense. Hello. <laughs> hey. How How are you? How good. Well, I'm I'm glad yes. you guys have me on. Thank you so much. Yes, thank oh, you yes. for coming. Yes, yes. And thank you for having me on your show uh, last month, too. Oh, yeah, that was an absolute pleasure and a joy. I, you gave me a workout, but I enjoyed it. You gave me a workout. Didn't know what to expect, huh? <laughs> I, I did, but it was a good. it was good. It was really good. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, this is how we do our show. We do the uh, interview for about the first 30 minutes of the show. After the interview, we'll take some calls from the listeners. We'll also get into our topics if they don't have any, uh, you know, follow-up questions and things like that. We'll mm-hmm. take a break at okay. 10. After we, after we come back from our break, we have Adrian Charleston's Butterfly Flow. After Butterfly Flow, we got more topics. Uh, Raven's going to say something funny during the show sometime during that second half. You know, usually, and uh, and then that's our show. So, uh, are you ready? I am as ready as, as I can be. So just let me have it. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I'm not ready. Let me turn this fan down. It seems like it's louder than me. Hold on one second. Okay. All right. All right. Now, now I'm ready. All right, Ale. Yes, sir. Why are you the no-nonsense? Oh, yes. Why are you the no-nonsense woman? Ooh, because you know what? I, I just don't – I like people to come come real to me. Just, just don't bring the nonsense. I, I can't do that. When you start talking crazy to me, that's nonsense for me, and I, and I can't have it. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm a no-nonsense oh, yes. woman. I just, I just can't do it. Even if it, oh, yes. even if oh, I don't agree, yes. even if I don't agree with you, at least you have to, you know, give me a okay. Tell me your point. It has to make some sense, but you just can't be off the cuff, you know. You can't do that with me. 
Because <laughs> I'm going to call you out on it. That's just what I do. And feel free, you can call me out on my nonsense, too. I'm full of nonsense sometimes, too. You can call me out on mine, too. Oh, yeah, that's that's what makes it fresh. Sometimes we got to, uh, you know, be a little full of nonsense every now and then. You absolutely do. But I, I, I enjoy. To call oh, go ahead. What do you enjoy? I, I, just, I just enjoy just chatting it up with people. So and I love people being, being their authentic self, being just genuine and authentic. That's what I love. Have I ever had to call oh, yeah. anyone oh, yeah. out on their nonsense? That's, that's what you're asking me? Um, mm-hmm. I was just about to ask that, but uh, you, you glad you have I, I, I caught a little bit of it, so I said, you going to ask me that. So I'm just going to go ahead on Hello? there. <laughs> oh, actually, you broke, you broke out. What did? What's the last thing you said? I said, I said I heard, I knew you were going to ask me that question, so I just kind of jumped on in there, if that's okay. Oh, no. Oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you if you can read the future, go on ahead and you know say, I can't say what you read. <laughs> you just no. did. I, I, I can't. <laughs> I, I, no, because I heard you just just a little bit. And I said, oh, he's gonna ask me that question. So, okay, have I ever had to call someone out on their nonsense? Every day, every day when you when you deal with people oh, in general, it's every day. Oh yes, it's a never-ending battle. And sometimes oh, yeah. I can let it go, and then there are other times I, I just can't. I gotta let you have it. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. I, I, yeah. You, sometimes, like you said, you can't you can't fight them all. You know, you, you get they, they drain your energy sometimes. They do, they do. And you guys know I'm, I'm from Chicago, so you know that I get a workout on, on a regular basis. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can, but be careful. I heard I heard people get get shot there in Chicago. So yeah, yeah they, they do, they do, they do. But but you know what? I think it's all over. I think Chicago kind of gets a bad rap sometimes. Um, but I think you know you know violence is, is all over. But it's a big city. It's a big urban city. I mean, so I mean, just like New York or Atlanta. You know, it's, it's just a big city. But I, I think they oh, focus yeah. on Chicago. Yeah, yeah. That's not the only place people die. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I know you got to no. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they want to pick on Chicago, you know. But, um, yeah, I, I, I was going to ask you some more stuff, but uh, these uh, – I actually want to throw these questions away and start over. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep – I'm gonna keep it going though, because uh, <laughs> you know I feel like I, I could be. I, I'm not doing it justice. Yes, yeah. Uh, now, um, when they tune into your show, what can they expect to listen? You know, what what is, what is your show about? And how can um, they? Well, listen? No, normally what I what the show is kind of about is I try to um, give people a platform. You know, like you know, up and coming artists, and then some that who are established artists. So I'm going to give them a platform. Just to be themselves, just to talk about whatever it is that they they want to they want to share, kind of share their journey in the entertainment industry, kind of keep people from making the same mistakes that they did. So just kind of remember oh, what their yeah. journey is in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Ah, now what are some things you learned from some of your guests that you wouldn't mind sharing with us? You know, I'm. I learned that you have to stay focused, and you can't let you know negative feedback. You can't let that get to you. You know, and I'm surprised when I hear so many people say that, and, and there is there is truth in that. 
you know, and people always going to say something negative, you know, about you or maybe the way you look or the way you speak or dress or whatever. And you just have to keep it going, but you take it and you learn from it and you just, you keep, you keep moving. You know, you keep moving. And that's why I, I learned about a lot, uh, many people in the entertainment industry, especially people of color. And you say, you got to hear negative stuff, you got to keep it moving. Oh, yes, I agree. You definitely have to keep it moving, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, who are some of your favorite guests that you've had on the show so far? Oh, my gosh. One of my all-time favorite guests, um, his name is Ray Murphy, and he is a cousin to Eddie Murphy. And You said, you he, said who? He, he, uh, his name is Ray Murphy, and he's uh, – I'm oh not Ray God. Murphy. I'm like, no, yeah, that's um, – that's, he's a junior or something. But okay. But he's Eddie Murphy's cousin. He's Eddie Murphy's cousin, and he was on, and um, he spoke about, you know, um, how he uh, just journeyed into the industry, um, what Eddie was doing, because um, he said he was in the military for a while, and then he got out of the military, and he got out, you know, he went to work for Eddie, but people don't know that he was, like, around the dumping trash and, and things like that, so just because he was related, he didn't come on, um, he didn't come on just, you know, okay, this is my cousin, I'm not going to do the grunt work, so he said he put that in there. And one of the things that he talked about was being on set of um, Harlem Nights um, with Red Fox and all of them and some of the stories that Red Fox, you know, talked about. So it was, it was a great interview, fantastic interview. Ah, okay. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Now, on the flip side of that, I know you said, uh, you know, Ray Murphy had a lot of things to talk about, a lot of mm-hmm. interesting stories and things like that. But uh, mm-hmm. who, what was one of your least favorite guests? Names, but <laughs> um, uh, what was the situation? Why? What made it so uh, so bad? Oh my God! There was this. Oh my God! It was this couple. They were, they were um, health nuts. They were, you know, into the whole exercise. I can't actually probably say health nut, but they just. Oh my God! They 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 talked and they talked and they talked and it was just went on and on and on. And I couldn't really get a word in because you know it was a, it's a husband and wife team. So she would talk and he would interject and, and then of course they would, you know, reference me, you know, because I think I'm not a small person. You know, they're like, Well, you know, because you know you're 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 a big woman and this and that I'm like, Oh my God. Oh oh and they just they just kept on for like an hour. It was so stressful. But I just smiled, just smiled oh. through it and just keep and just like I said, just kept it moving. Oh my gosh. But they were they were nice to a certain point. I think because there was maybe been a um like a language barrier. So maybe they weren't saying things they didn't realize that it was sounding, you know, kind of, you know, you know, derogatory or anything. It was like a little offensive. They didn't really get that. And I didn't really feel like telling them that it was. So I just kind of smiled and kept on with my questions until the interview was over. But yeah, that was a, it wasn't necessarily bad. It was just difficult. So I don't say I didn't like it. It was real difficult. Ah, see, now that was the, you know, we talked about earlier, you call people out, you know, on their nonsense. See, that was the perfect <laughs> opportunity to call some people out on their nonsense, but they didn't give you a chance. They just kept talking. They, they just kept talking. They kept talking, and you don't try to ask a question, and they wanted to get their point across. So at some point, you have to be wise enough to know when to say, you know what, I'm going to let them have this say, and then we can just hurry up and wrap this up. That's how I was looking forward to doing it. <laughs> yes. Cause even though I gave, I gave, even though I gave them some some negative feedback or comments, they came right back at me, and I was like, "Oh my God, this is never going to end." <laughs> mm. Oh wow! Oh wow! 
Now, what are some who are some guests you got lined up? Who's next? Oh, you you go just put me out there like that. I think Ron Godfrey is tomorrow, so you know we're on on Mondays and Wednesdays. So actor, I think Ron Godfrey he's on tomorrow, and I have to I have to check my my calendar because I can't call my pen. But the calendar is full. Let me just say the calendar is full for for June. Okay. And plus, you got uh, Nakia coming back up. I guess. Well, no, that Nakia isn't isn't rescheduled yet. I suppose. Yeah, she's not rescheduled yet. Yeah. yeah. So I, I take it I'm going to hear from you about that. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. We'll definitely, uh, you know, I guess pick a date or something. Yeah, because right now we're all full for for this month of June. So July, a uh, Sunday in July. Would actually probably work, but right now we're all booked up for June. Ah. Uh, now, what is your connection? No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to ask you, what is your connect? Well, no, no. Actually, you finish. You finish, and I'll just. No, yeah, because I, I didn't just, know you. No, go ahead. <laughs> you put my connection okay. to. Okay. Well, uh, JT of Big Woo Radio. How, how did that? How are you guys connected? How do you guys work together? What's what's the well, business relationship you can have? Enterprise management. He works for he works with Tony, of um, enterprise management, and um, so that's the connection. She connected us together. So she's uh, she's my manager, and he works with her. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, can I ask yeah, you, can I ask you a question? Oh yes, go ahead. So how do you know his big woo? <laughs> How are you connected? I don't know. I, I know. I, I'm just one of those people that just know everybody. I don't even know how. I I forget how me and Adrian cross paths actually. <laughs> Adrian Charlton. <laughs> how did how did we meet? How did the, how did this come about? How, how did... We asked. You were just there one day. Yeah, I, I was you, you were on just, Facebook. Were... On Facebook. And I found the group I... some kind of way, and then I joined the group and. You you know how you used to um send everybody a message that joined the group and talked to everybody? That's what happened. Yeah. Yep, and we started talking. Ah. And, yeah. Yep. Okay, because for some we, reason I thought we were That's when the group was. Four black huh? Huh? For some reason I thought, oh, no, uh, you know, I, I was saying, for some reason I thought we were friends on Facebook before Blacktopia, for some reason. I don't think. Like we it got introduced another way. If we were, I don't Black know how. Tokyo, me either. Yeah, could yeah. yeah. So I guess you're right. It it hasn't been that. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, maybe yeah. I forget how I meet people. <laughs> you do, because I know yeah. I do. So yeah, <laughs> Gemini. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And that's even if the person makes a. I mean, Adrian Charleston. She's a a great person to know. No matter the impact, it could be somebody that doesn't have a strong impact, and I, and I'll remember how that went down. But it could be somebody that can make a strong impact in your life, and I forget where did they come from. They just landed here. So did she do that for you? Uh, say so what now? Did Did she make a strong impact in your life somehow? Exactly, yeah. Adrian Charleston, okay. uh, yeah, uh, very influential in my in, in the things that I do. She's a butterfly. It, yeah, I, I tip my hat to 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 her. Yes. 
Um, Thank you. I don't know why I'm asking the questions anymore. Okay. Listen, L, don't judge us. Uh, We don't go on because it's Ray. We go on because it's not. Start in the middle. Okay. Yes. Wherever you are, just go to the middle and start asking questions from there. (laughs) Uh, Hold on. I'm having a hard time finding the middle. I apologize. L, you're laughing. Seriously. I tell my clients all the time, they were like, I don't know where to start. I always say start in the middle. And people are like, what? I mean, you know, you don't need to start at the beginning. That's, that's very good, great advice. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to really think about that and say, when I tell someone, that I'm going to have to really fill out what the explanation is when I give it to them. So start in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I met JT right. through Alicia Milton, and you asked me that three three yeah. questions ago, but I just remembered it now. Alicia Milton, shout out to Alicia Milton. That's that's how I met JT of Big Radio, <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> as, as long as you figure it out eventually, it's all good. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's how we do it. <laughs> now, um, now, what inspired you to do this show? Like, what what was your inspiration? Wow, that's a big question. Okay, so let me tell you. I was, I am a writer. I am a writer, and I've been working on um, a couple of television scripts, uh, scripts for TV. And um, so I was working on that, and one of my actors was telling me about this radio program, um, radio show that this guy was just starting up. And so you should reach out to him. And I was like, radio, I don't talk to people like that. And so um, I, I talked to him and, and sat down, and then all of a sudden he was like, I want you to do a radio show. <laughs> I was never used to being in front of a microphone. Anyone will tell you, if, when you saw me on the set, I'm always the person behind behind the scenes. So to put me in front of a microphone was a big deal for me. Huge. And now you can't Wait, shut me up. I talk all the time. Wait, say that again? Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I was—I heard some others talking, and I was—and I was just saying that it's just—you know—the guy introduced put me on the show, and I said I've, I've been loving radio ever since, and that was probably going on like a year and a half now. But it started from, ah. from an actor that I that I had hired to do um, a pilot for myself, and then he told me about this, about radio, about A&O Radio, which is where my show streams from A&O Radio. And so I've been doing it ever since. I never thought in a million that I would be doing mm. radio. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's mm. amazing how you have a plan, and then God has his plan. So that's how mm-hmm. I look at it. Oh, yes. Oh, so this yes. Is what, so this is what oh, I'm, I'm doing, glad. and I feel I, I still do mm. my writing and everything along with my radio and work. It's just really busy. It's really busy, but it's a great busy. It's a great, it's a productive busy. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And speaking of writing, could you tell us about your writing projects? Ooh. Well, I'll tell you about two of them. One is called Relatable, Mo- Relatable Moments. And I have written it. It's, it's, it's been shocked out there. Um, so it's been shot around out there, but it's about family connections. You know, we all are connected, you know, you know, by blood or marriage or whatever, but you, everyone can have issues or things they go through, and they're all relatable in some way. So we talk about those. 
you know, throughout the family, through, through a family you're situation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was saying you're breaking up, but I, I we got got a lot of that though. Okay. Oh, and then okay. my next, and then my next one is called Twenties on Twenties. Um, if you listen to my radio show, I always say because I'm from a different generation, and my co- my my co-host is from is a millennial. So I always try to get that Gen X and millennial perspective. So with Twenties on Twenties, I it's completely about millennials, um, completely about mil- uh, millennials um, in the military, and it mm. is I think it is hilarious. It, it is hilarious. <laughs> And I think a lot of no. young people that's in the military, they will be able to to understand what's going on, you know, with these with these twenty somethings. Oh wow, I, I can imagine. She's also a member of Blacktopia too. You're uh, that's the same one that uh, works on the show with you. You said right? No, no, no. Oh yeah, yeah. She she's on the show with me. Yes, yes. Brianna Maria, she's on my she's on the show with me. She's a twenty something. She's a millennial. So I, yeah, I enjoy yeah, kind yeah. of getting that perspective from that from that generation. Ah, ah. Now, what have you learned from her? Ooh, you know what? What I learned from her, what I she always takes me to task a little bit because I always say, "Oh my God, you millennials! I I can't, I don't understand you." And the main thing she always says, "It's not, it's not." Uh, she always goes, "She said it's those ones that were born before, like I think it." 95, I think she always says. She said, they're the ones that you can't really talk to, that you can't tell anything. She said, but us, you can tell us something. We'll listen eventually. But she said, so that's, that's, so I learned that quite a bit. And then she'll always give me examples of someone born in like 95 or 94 and say, you see, this is what they say. And I don't, I don't agree with that. So I'm learning to listen more about you know, the millennials. And I and I hear that a lot, not just from her, but the more I talk to them, I listen to it, it's like a certain segment of that population. But they the thing will be okay. They're okay. But that other segment, mm, big question mark. Yeah, because you know the the millennials they're the future leaders in the future. And, you know, they'll be they'll be so the, Yeah. So you know we gotta definitely uh not downplay a lot of the thing a lot of the knowledge that they're stepping into. You know, because that's, you know, those, you know, when we're much older, they'll be the ones making all the <laughs> decisions, you know. Yeah, and we want to we, we make sure that they're able to, to, to withstand all of that. So, so yeah, so that's why I, I talk. So I love, I love having a conversation with them, though, because they are really smart and they're talented. They know all this tech, this tech stuff. And, and so I, I learned a lot from them based, you know, because of that. All this technical stuff, they can get in there and, and work it and and make it sound beautiful. So I learned quite a bit from them. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, if you could change or improve anything about yourself, what would it be? Oh, wow. I don't know. There's a lot. <laughs> uh, a lot? Well, the, one, the one thing I think of is that I'm still what I, shy. Which which probably seems ridiculous to you, but I think I am a little shy to a certain degree. And I over the years mm. I've been working on that to to try to you know break out of that, but I think I'm still a little shy sometimes. So that's that's uh, one one thing that I work on. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I guess you're shy and just regular. I know on the radio you're definitely not shy, but just regular. <laughs> 
scenarios, I guess you're shy. You, 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 know, you know how if you come into, walk into a, a room full of people and, you know, you know all eyes are on you and, and everything. So, to, for me, some people can just do it and, and they're okay with that. I have to, like, kind of just talk to myself, get my, my confidence up and say, okay, you got this, girl, you got this. So I have to do that, and I find myself, you know, having to do that quite a bit. But I wish I could just walk in the room like other people and say, okay, not pay any attention to what you see or what you're saying. I can't do that. I haven't learned to do that yet. Oh. Okay. So you change being shy. I would change being shy. Yeah, that's something. I, now, I'm not necessarily shy, but I'm a people person that doesn't like people. That's bad. How is that? <laughs> how, how is that? <laughs> how is that? I I don't how is that? I, I, I don't know either. It's just, it's just, it's, just, it's, it's, hmm, I'm a Gemini, so one of the sides is, is not cooperating with the other side. No, so, okay. That, that's, yeah, there's <laughs> conflicting. Yeah. Okay, Jim. Okay, Jim. Now, and I. Got it. What's the question? L, where you at? No oh. question. No, I just said Jim and I. I no question. Go ahead. Oh. Oh, okay. I thought you said okay. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with blog talk right now, or it might be my phone. Huh. Well. What plans do you have for the rest of 2019? Oh, wow. You know what I've learned? I, I, I just wait till God tells me what to do because, you know, when when I make plans, no. But when God plans it, then I follow his plan. So I'm thinking that he's saying, you know, we're going to, um, uh, Lil Nas' is going to be, become something um, huge, you know, and, you know, my writing work, that that's all better, you know, have its place. You know, I think everything, like, I know 2019 is going to, I feel like it's going to give me a good boost because I've had a couple of really, you know, tough years um, in the past. So I think I'm just starting to, to to collect myself again and start to feel alive again. Ah. Oh, yeah, I feel you. Well, yeah, I hope, I hope, you know, the, uh, you know, God, you know, the universe tells you a good plan, but sometimes you got to tell it a good plan. You got to say, Hey, this is what I'm going to do. You know, and maybe, maybe I can collaborate. Okay. Y'all come up with something. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to work it out. It's going to be, it's going to be a positive year. I, I, I feel that. I believe that. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm oh, looking yeah. forward to seeing what, what unfold continues to unfold. Oh, yes. I'm looking forward to it, too. I, I want to see what happens to the no-nonsense woman. <laughs> Me, too. Yeah. So do I. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Definitely. Well, early Definitely. in the program, you're reading the future. So you might be able to, you know, just close your eyes and see where you're going to go. I was not reading the future. I was just I was just trying to follow your lead. That's what I was doing. <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, in the future, ah, okay. Well, in the future, you'll be following my lead, and everybody in Blacktopia, follow my lead to prosperity, because that's what we're gonna do. Economic empowerment, 2019. We all gonna get this money. All right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. 
All right, Adrian Charleston, are you there? Of course you are. Well, I don't know. You might not be. Hello? Yes. There you go. Do you have any yes, questions you for Elle? Yeah, I got you. Yes. You butterfly net. But Come on. Been out. I've been trying to um I've been trying to message you that it's been going in and out. I don't know what's up with that. So uh like oh, parts well. of it I, I would hear stuff and then I wouldn't hear stuff and you know, since the beginning. I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> yeah, that was happening for me too, you know. actually. Okay, so it wasn't just on my end. I was just making sure that I let you know so you can be aware for the future. Um, Elle, where are you from? Where are you located? We are in Chicago. Oh, so you? I remember him saying something about in Chicago. So are you born and raised in Chicago? I am. I'm not. I'm actually from um, San Diego. Oh, Dago. Okay. <laughs> you ain't think I knew about the Dago, did you? Uh, let me see. <laughs> okay, tell, tell me what you know about, about Dago. Tell me what you know. I, I, I've only visited once. But when I went, it wasn't. I didn't stay in like hotels. I had a friend, and I stayed with him, and showed me around just the ins and outs, the ups and downs, the good and oh. the bad of Dago. Oh. And he said, from oh. now on, you've had the tour, so I couldn't call it San Diego. I got to call it Dago since I've been. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. What, what did you like yes. what you thought, or you had questions, or you had concerns? What were your thoughts no, about I, baby. I loved it. They <laughs> like I. I mean, if I had a choice between Dago and Chicago, I'd say Dago. At this point in time, if I had a choice between Raleigh and Dago, <laughs> <laughs> I would be in Dago. I'm just gonna say that because it's okay, it is okay. a. Yes, it is a dream for women, especially black women. Like they, because there's not that many black women there. So I was there. People were like, "Where you come from? Yes, that's Who are you?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, you need to go there. I need to. Yes. Mhm. Yep. You need yep. to go. You need to move there. You need to move there. Yes. Yes. I had a good week in Dago. I need to go back. Oh, she had a good go. week. Okay. Yes. I might need to go on and, and get back there just to just to see some more. <laughs> Ooh, wow. So what you had made a good you leave? Oh, I you did. Had a good time. I did. Yeah, so what what made you leave and move to Chicago? What got you there? Well, you know, I um, actually I have um some family that's in Indiana. And so you know, I I you know, hang out in Chicago. Chicago I like better than Indiana cuz it's something to do. There are many mm-hmm. things to do in Chicago versus Indiana. And I did that, uh, yeah. you know, I've been trying to just kind of get my, my feet back on the ground. You know, I lost my husband almost a year ago. Um, oh, okay. So, like I said, it's just been a, been a, a transformational thing I'm going through. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that's what and, it is. And, you know, sometimes you, you just got to. Go ahead. Sometimes no, you just got to go ahead. No, you go. <laughs> You know, sometimes you've got to take a breath and say, I need to exhale. Yeah. And that's just what and it is. is. You just sometimes. And, and that's yeah. very true. And a lot of people think 
that when things happen and life gives you, you know, those bad things and mm-hmm. twists and turns that they're just supposed to shut down and stop. But sometimes you just have to move around, not forget, not try to run away from it, but sometimes you right. have to go and, like you said, be with family and have that comfort that you need at that time to help you work, um, you know, work on grieving. And, and I'm not going to say getting over it, but working mm-hmm. through it because you don't get over it. So, yeah, you know but what? it's I good to – I don't. I don't think you ever. You will ever get over. You know, you have a loss like right. that. I don't think you ever get over it. But you know how to, I guess, deal with it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I guess yep. that's what it is. And yeah. And sometimes for me, just even you know, kind of just dealing with all that, I just have to. Sometimes you know, you you have to unplug from everybody and everything. Mm-hmm. And I realized over the last few months, I've had to do that. You know, kind of not be in communication yeah. with people because I just I needed to just do what I needed to do. And you sometimes, know, not trying like, to yeah, and especially with having your radio show, sometimes you have to unplug before you do that because that's something you're set to do. So you have to yes. get your mind right before doing the next thing. So, no, I do understand. That's okay. <laughs> and, you, and you know what? Actually, and actually, the radio has been really kind of therapeutic for me. It may sound strange, mm-hmm. but it's been kind of therapeutic. And, you know, you can kind of share a little bit of your emotion, what you're going through, and 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 it's, it's been good. It's something I never thought I would do because I've always been kind of a, a close person, you know, not sharing a mm-hmm. lot. So I've had to open up a lot doing the radio. Yeah. I mean, it, it does. And sometimes you don't even realize, you know, how much you're opening up until it's like somebody will ask and, you, you remember when you said such and such? You're like, wait, did I say uh-huh. that out loud? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And sometimes I say, oh, God, you should have shut up. I have to tell myself that, oh, no, why did you say that? <laughs> Right, but I mean, you could be helping someone. Is you know, sharing is you know, sharing is caring. That's what they say. So, <laughs> okay, then I'm gonna care a lot because I think I share way too much. Oh, there's no such thing. <laughs> but yes, that's that's you know, I'm glad you were you're able to share with us tonight. So that's always a good thing. And I've been looking forward to this. I said, well, I hope I hope I do a good job, you know, with you guys because I've been looking forward to. Okay. Oh no, you're you're doing mm-hmm. great. <laughs> oh, yes. oh yes. Well, we uh we got a caller that wants to call in and talk to you. Let's see who this is. I think I know who it is oh. actually, but we'll 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 let that person tell it. Caller in oh. the five eight six seven six four. You're on the air. Who is this? Hey, this is Walter Perry Lee. Walter Perry Lee. Gunshots. <laughs> <laughs> Walter, how you how you doing, Walt? Good, good, good. Definitely. You have a question for Al, the no nonsense woman? Yeah, um I wanna know about um um I think you were talking about um the topic about um, sentiments or something like that, right? That's right, girl. Child. I, <laughs> yeah. I believe, let me see. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, you know, you, uh, I, I understand what, um, you know, because, you know, because I think, like, um, you know, the uh, part that, you know, that they got, you know, that, 
that you know women do go to, uh, a little farther. These you now they, you know they, uh, you know abusing power or something like that. Are you talking about the uh, post that was made a couple of days ago on Social Sunday in the group? Yeah, about the, yeah. Uh, I was curious about that. I was curious about that, and and I want to learn more about uh, about uh, what you are doing too. Oh well, to answer the first question, uh, uh, actually, Adrian Charleston, do you remember that post? No, I really was didn't understand what was going on. What was the post? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it was a post. Uh, I forget who made the post, but it was a post about a lot of women bragging about abusing men and they're abusing their ex boyfriends and what oh. they've done to them. Yes, oh, yeah, that's what Walter was in. Yeah, yeah, I did see the post. I mean, I can't relate because I don't do stuff like that. So I don't. Me I, mean, I don't have a. And, I scroll, and, you know, you know how <laughs> you know how we we tell people you know scroll past stuff that ain't got nothing to do with you. I scroll past right. because <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, I've been there too. Because um, you know, that's like to me, you know. I'm a writer myself, and I wrote a script called Men Cry for Help because men get abused, too, by, you know. Yeah, and they that's, do. And, yeah. And that's why, you know, I'm, I mean, sometimes men, too, they get they stay, they stay silent about situations like that. And sometimes it's best to let it, let, you know, to let things out and open up to it and see what what's going on to the Stay silent and keep it inside because and, and find someone you could trust to open up and stuff. Right. Yes, I totally agree. That's tough for men. Yeah, but the post yeah. actually was asking, What is the worst thing you've done to a man and he still wanted to be with you? So that's Ooh. a whole other psychological thing with the, all the things that they were saying. I read it. Like I said, I read it, but I was like, this don't apply to me because I don't go around doing dumb stuff to anybody for any reason. Like, Neither. that's just crazy. Like, you could, you could, people could hurt you for doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, but that's not why I don't do it. I just, I've never cared enough to get up out my bed and slash somebody's tires. Like, that's just not right. me. That takes too much energy and effort, and I don't even care about it that much. Time. Like, <laughs> yeah, you could just easily yeah. just quit fucking with somebody. You know what I mean? Just, just <laughs> up and you that's it. Yeah. Like that's your punishment. You can't talk to me no more. I mean, that's it. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I understand. Yeah, just laughing. I just leave it to God. I just leave it to God. I let God. Because I, I, I agree with that. That's too much energy. Try to get evil somebody or make them. That's too much energy. That's my energy somewhere else. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's been since yeah. I was dating, like 16, 17. Girls would say, uh-huh. you know, all the stuff they would do. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the thing, the thing yeah. is, you have to think better of yourself. That's what right. I know. I don't know what happened. Uh, that's why I always talk about women and younger women. What happened was they they just they stopped to me stop being women. Now that may be old days. Yes, yeah, they just stopped being women and presenting themselves as a woman. So I don't know what happened. When did that right. 
But they were doing okay. that a long time ago too. They were, trust me. They were putting sugar okay. in gas tanks, and I, that's probably the main reason why a lot of gas oh, tanks got locks on them now. So they've been doing this stuff for <laughs> centuries. This ain't new. But don't you find it being more ratchet nowadays than, than like say back in in the nineties? Isn't it more ratchet now? I don't know because I grew up I grew up in Fayetteville and I grew up in the hood and like we ain't play so we were I mean we were always fighting we were always doing stuff it was always something I didn't get into the stuff with you know messing with dude stuff but I knew a lot of females that would so it's like I think it's about this I mean it might be just about the same but like I said there's you know video there's evidence now there are people who can deny stuff now because it ain't been recorded. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hear oh, you, yeah. Okay. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe yeah. With it now. Maybe that's what it is. Mhm. Yeah. So I don't know. And also, and also okay. think men need to. Also think men need to have a. a, a their mindset has to change. They have to, I mean, I mean, they're not, the, they're the victims in this situation, but they have to, uh, like, ain't no, I, they, they, the coochie can't be that good to where she, he, he, she's whipping, pistol whipping you, and you still want her. <laughs> right. You know, I've I, I, I broken up with women who actually did have some good stuff for way less than what they were doing because you got to have an abundance mindset. You know, there you oh there you can replace everybody. In, I mean, you know, my parents just died, and I found new. Pa- no, I haven't. But I mean, but still, no, I, no. It's not, it's like, but there's, there's there's billions of people on the planet, is what I'm trying to say. You know, so you know that you you don't have to take anybody's uh, stuff. You can you can say, hey man, right? I, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, did, did that answer your question? Or did did that did that help you? Well, I, I understand, and that really did help me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, okay. Before we go to the next caller, uh, was there is there anything else you want to tell uh, L? You know, I know you said you're a writer too, and yeah, yep. I just um, okay, uh, sorry. Okay, uh, yes, um. I got my rehearsals and I got my uh, production starting next month. Okay. Yep. Well, congratulations. Yep. Good for Thank you. Thank you. And I uh, hope <laughs> maybe um, once this get completed, I hope you guys watch it. I'm gonna try to put it out there too. Yeah. Can you tell us the name of it? Walter Dream of Jenna. No, the, the name of the um your uh, your show. The trip, the trip yeah. itself. Yeah, it was gonna be a set pilot for a TV series. Okay, okay, okay. Well, good for and, you. We need, we yeah. need more good television series. We really do. We do. I'm bringing a Black Eyed Dreamer genie to life and stuff, and I'm bringing oh, that wow. to life. And that's gonna blow the black community in sky high when they see that, as well as. Arrest all those awards should like BET and 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 NAACP Image Awards. It's gonna blow their mind when they see that coming to life. I think that's awesome. I'm like Kenny. Okay, I like it. I like it. Good for you. Thanks. 
And I just hope I just well that's other uh, there's other scripts I'm doing too after that too. And if you guys want to um, be in my production team, feel free. Walterland Production. You said Walter. You said Walter Lynn. Yep, Walter Land. Walter Land. Oh, okay, okay, got it, got it. Okay, thank you. Welcome. And good luck Definitely with everything. Walter. You too. Thanks. Definitely. Thank you, Walter, for calling in. Let's go on ahead and throw some claps on it for you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Thank you, Walter, and uh, definitely Rock. keep listening. We always do company. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. That was Walter. Uh, caller, there was a caller in the 571 that kept hanging up. So whoever that 571 <laughs> number is, if you want to speak, just get back on. Um, okay, I think there it is. Let's go ahead and bring on this caller. Caller in the 571 337 you're on the air. Who is this? What's going on, Jay? Blacktopia family. This is Jay? JB, Mr. Two Ninety Nine. JB, let me guess. Let me throw some claps on it for you. And, and you, 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 hey, you JB. Seen the Say again. I said you always seem to follow Walter. As soon as he gets off, his your neck is like it's like. That's why I jumped out the queue, and you know why. Because I said, man, if he picks me next, then I know it's a setup for real. And then we're going to have to have a conversation offline, player, because uh, 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 something ain't right about this. And, and, and look, no, I can't be rude. Go ahead. No, no, it's I, I don't. I go in order. I don't. You just always seem to call right after that. I just not. I'm not setting you up. It's just Walter, and then you. It's. I don't know. No matter who's calling in, it's just a very strange coincidence. I assure you. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I might. I might have to. I might have to work with Walter, man. I just came up with an idea for a superhero. That's autistic, mm-hmm. autistic superhero. That's also dyslexic. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh yes. How you like that? Hmm. That could work. What is his powers? <laughs> you know what? Let me stop I'm playing a... with you, man. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna no, forget I'm... this. What type of show you have, and I don't want to go too far left and end up offending none of your listeners because you know how I get Jay. I cut loose on them. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, JB, <laughs> people in Blacktopia. All you got to do is post up the wrong meme, and they're out of it. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, I can't see people anymore. <laughs> but I you know, man, I, um, <laughs> uh, I called oh, in, man. I, I don't. I don't, I don't, I hope, I, I don't, I don't mean to be funny when I say this, man, but you know, I always got to show y'all some love when I can, and uh, I don't know if you have any guests on right now, what the topic is for the night, but of course, you know, uh, I, I wanted to call in and, and pay my respects and, and enjoy the show, man. So what, what is the topic for tonight, Jay? Uh, we, we're changing up the topics as usual. Uh, Jay-Z, uh, being a billionaire, the, uh, the post that was in Blacktopia about the uh, the women abusing the ex-boyfriends. We have our guest, Ale, the no-nonsense woman, 
uh, on right now. I know you're familiar. I, I, you're familiar with her, correct? Up in Chicago. Hello. Excuse me. JB, JB, you familiar with it? Well, well, here you guys go. Uh, JB, L, L, JB, L, JB. Hello, JB. Uh, how you doing, L? How you doing, love? How things going with you? Uh, things are going very well. You sound very nice. <laughs> what? And the feeling is highly mutual. So, oh. are you an artist? Or are you an author? Oh, Look wow. here, wait a minute, hold up, hold up, hold, don't don't get nobody cut up in here. I'm just gonna let you know. Don't get nobody oh. cut. Hold okay, on, I'm, hold on. I'm going back on mute. <laughs> hold on, and you know what, Jay? And, and and first of all, before I go forward, I gotta say what's up. Uh, give a shout out to Miss. To Miss Adrian, my butterfly, and to and to Raven, you know. So uh, I know both of them walking around with rusty razors, and they ain't trying to catch a fade. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay.
$11 for the average black family or black person. So it, it, it goes back to show you since the 1880s, where, you know, the 1880s average, the, the wealth of African Americans in this country was 1%. And when you look at today where we are, we only own 2.6% of this nation's wealth. So look how far we've come, but yet we still have so far to go. We've got to hold you. Oh, yes. We, we definitely have to. Awesome. Yeah. Well, and um, I, and I, I want to add on to uh, JB. Um, so the billionaire did his thing, and then there were people um, – and other, you know, people try to refute it, and they talking about if he can do that, why can't he do more stuff? My thing is, let people do what they want to do with their money, first of all. Thank and you. And don't be asking mm-hmm. questions about what this billionaire is doing with his money. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the Thank question you. is, why they owe, why they owe four million in college debt, and why he got four forty billion dollars or whatever, how much money he got? Like, mm-hmm. get out that man's pocket. But, however, <laughs> what you were saying about um, helping others, there was actually a thing that came out two days ago, a lady in North Carolina actually raised money to help people graduate. Um, I don't know what school, it just said um, high school students, because you know they don't allow you to graduate if your school debts are not paid off. So um, she she was inspired by the story of the Morehouse, so she was trying to figure out what she could do in her community. So she raised $4,500, and it helped 14 um, high school students graduate by paying off their school debt because if not, they wouldn't have been able to walk or get their diploma. So it's even the small things we need to start looking at. And the reason why I know that is because D.O. Hughley shouted her out today on his radio station. So, I mean, you know, different things are being talked about and done and seen and, you know, so it's good, like, even the small small things, even though that's not really small because that's almost $5,000. But just imagine... If they didn't have it, and then 14 students wouldn't have walked for graduation. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and they're, they're, they're black, too. She's black. Don't <laughs> yes, I couldn't forget that. But, you know, that's, that's, yep. a, that's a typical issue, though, you know, a problem with people in our community. We're so quick to want to be in everybody else's pockets. And then come up with something negative rather than praising them for doing something or making the effort right. to do something positive. And the worst thing, mm-hmm. too, we know the cost of everything, but we really don't know the value of anything. So the, one, the things that we right. invest our money in, then uh, we really don't get it. So to mm-hmm. all to all my to all my players out there, my sisters out there, when you're trying to go out here and buy these next Jordans or these Timberlands or these heels and you got fifty, sixty Ooh. pair of shoes, why don't you take a percentage of that money and then you start investing it and allowing your money to work for you rather than mm-hmm. you working for your money and really focus on amassing some type of wealth to leave your offspring in years to come. Because in in my line of work, Jay, I I talk to so many people and so many brothers and sisters tell me, I don't want to leave my kids and my family no money. They're not going to get rich off of me. And when people tell me things Mm -hmm. like that, 
I cut the, I mm-hmm. call the shutting off the water. I end the conversation and I walk mm-hmm. off so that way I don't say something or allow the conversation to go down a path that mm-hmm. that, that that's gonna that's gonna make me say something that I really don't want to say and hurt somebody's feelings because that's one of the dumbest things you can ever say. Mm-hmm. And that's why mm-hmm. when you look at people with the complexion for the selection with the with the protection, they're mm-hmm. allowed to move forward in life because they understand what establishing trust do. Mm-hmm. They understand what estate planning really is. They understand what having life insurance does uh, for the family long term and, 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 mm-hmm. and, 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 and then setting your kids up so that if something does happen, they have a head start on life, whereas we're yeah. continuing to, to be dependent on the system, the government. Yeah, JV, I'm loving the point, man. Uh, definitely finish up the point. We're going to go to the break. And if you want to hang out with us some more uh, after Butterfly Flow, we'll bring you back on and we can continue this. Go ahead and go to the break, Hello? Jay. I'm here, baby. I ain't going nowhere. I'm locked in. <laughs> good, good. All right, you're listening to Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio with Adrian Charleston, some guy named Jay, and our guest, Ale, the no nonsense woman. All right, let's go ahead and listen to this song from Nakia, Truth Serum. We're gonna play some commercials, and uh, we'll be back. Excuse me, be back with a butterfly. Flow. So wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me get this straight. Baby, can't you see just what you do to me? 
open up this year, man, a lot, and I want everybody to go out there and support the new album, The Eighth. It's in stores right now, but I need you to go down because they're not holding much product in the stores right now. But big shout-outs to blacktopia.org. All right, everybody out there, y'all know what it is. Matter of fact, shouts out to some guy named Jay or whatever, you know what I mean? But also hit me up at Twitter, on Twitter, at Avant Music. Also on Instagram, at Avant Music. And on Facebook, Avant. Yo, I'm in the building, y'all. We can do this thing. Damn, girl. I ain't seen you in a long time. You done lost some weight. That's right, girl. Child, I've been using this new product, Total Life Changes Tea by CurvyButHealthy.com. That's how I lost the weight. Child. Now, wait a minute, girl. So all you saying I got to do is drink this tea and I can go to the bathroom and piss these calories out of me? Well, not quite. What it does is speed up your metabolism, curb your appetite, and give you the nutrients your body needs so that it can help you shed the pounds. And, girl, you can lose the weight and keep some curves, too. Well, girl, that's exactly what I need. I'm trying to look good in my bikini when I go down to the beach. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com right now and order about 10 cases of that tea. Yes, yes. 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 Order Total Life Changes Tea from curvybutthealthy.com today. Yeah. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com and order about 10 cases of that tea. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com. Hi, I'm actress and cast member on the upcoming audio sketch show, Yesterday Night Tape, Deara Gray. And I just want to tell you a little about the ABC2 Foundation. ABC2, A Better Chance, A Better Community, was founded in 2012 by Mr. Chester Williams, to empower young people by providing a life skills program that promotes positive values, healthy habits, and education through community development, culture, and awareness, resulting in real-life power. The World Changers Program is a network of youth working collectively for positive community change. ABC2's signature program, The World Changers, is for young people ages 10 to 24 of various academic levels, demographics, and all those living in Halifax, Warren, Nash, Edgecombe, Wilson, and Northampton counties in North Carolina. So if you would like to sign up a child or volunteer with the program, just email CEO at abc2nc.org. If you would like to make a donation to the World Changers program provided by the ABC2 Foundation, use the Cash App and send to abc2nc in the spirit of community. All right, we're back. Welcome back to the second half of Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with hosts Adrian Charleston, and I'm some guy named Jay, and we have our guest, Miss L, the no-nonsense woman. We also have JB from Big Woo Radio with us as well. But you know what time it is. It's time for Butterfly Flow with Adrian Charleston. Adrian Charleston. Hey, everybody. This is Adrian Charleston with today's Butterfly yeah. Flow. <laughs> yes. And so um, today, uh, um, being Uh-oh. the villain. 
So um, there are times when uh, you, you, everybody knows who the villain is. They're the bad guy in the story. And the villain plays, it seems like a more important role in the story because it guides the person on their path and what's going to happen and all this other stuff, and the villain is always there. So I asked people, who is the villain in your story, and what do you do about being the villain in someone else's story? And I say, if you're a villain in someone else's story, let them have it. Uh, If you did something, if you didn't do anything, because every story and every time something happens, whether it's relationships, family issues, mother-child disagreements, breakups, uh, companies breaking up, they always look for a villain to have someone to point the finger at. And that's all a villain is, someone to point the finger at and blame for what has happened. Even if you, the both of you or everybody in the situation said, no, we came to a great decision together, this is it, and all, somebody had to do something. So people are always looking for the villain. And if you're the villain in someone's story, I always tell people, be happy to be the villain because guess what? That means they can't let you go. That means that they can't move on with their story or their life without you because they are nothing without you because they can't move on without the villain. And for you, get rid of the villains in your story. Let those people go. Move on without anyone being attached to you or your story or to who you are because as long as you hang on to that villain that person moves on with you, they live within you, and guess what? When you progress, they progress with you. You don't need that. Let that villain go. Let them make their own story. Don't allow them to live in your story. And, again, if you're the villain in someone else's story, just know you'll live on forever with them. <laughs> Whether they know it or like it or not, that's what happens. So, um, yeah, that's tonight's butterfly flow. Uh yeah, don't don't make anyone a villain in your story, and uh, yeah, be a villain in somebody else's story. Let them have it. <laughs> Thank you. Oh yes, definitely. Thank you, Adrian, for that amazing brave heart speech. Definitely, let them have it. <laughs> hey. you know? Oh yes, oh yes. Yes. Um, um, oh yes. All right, let's go on ahead and bring on everybody. But before we bring the guests back on, let's go on ahead and bring Raven, Miss Ray. Yay, Ray. Yay. Where are we at? Where's the how come the sound effects aren't working? Miss Ray. How y'all doing? How's that help you? Good. How are you? Oh, you know, slowly getting better. Um, end of the For those of you who don't know, um, I'm an educator, so um, this is end of year, end of grade, um, testing, winding down, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So I had some um, paperwork because everyone seems to forget that being being an educator is not just standing up in front of class seven hours and teaching. It's also the the behind-the-scenes stuff that you don't see. It's the administrative work. It's the following Mm -hmm. other parents. It's the... It's the um, communicating with other teachers and getting resources for kids, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Anyways, that's why I'm late tonight because I am um, doing all of that end-of-year wrap-up stuff. So it's going to be some late nights or early mornings, even later and earlier than usual for a little bit, 
um, until the babies are com- officially completed and done and whatnot. So excuse my first part of the show absence, but I am here now. Blacktopia. Yay. What? Yay. <laughs> the call call. So what I missed, somebody tell me. Oh, it's, it's just everything is so much. Miss <laughs> L, Miss L, this is this is Raven, Miss Ray. Yes. Miss Ray is Miss L. Hello. 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 Hello, sis. How you How doing? Are you? you good? How are you? How's it, how's yeah. it been treating you this evening? Everybody's breaking up. Hello? I'm here. Oh, God. I'm yeah. here. There we go. Uh-oh. We'll, we'll, we'll just we'll go through it. We'll fight through it. Uh, okay. Miss uh, Ann, what were you saying? I was just saying I'm well, and thank you, thank you for having me on Wonderful. I'm happy that you've been having a great time. <clears throat> I, that I have been. I have not laughed so hard in a long time. <laughs> well, ma'am, you have definitely come to the right place for that. All right. <laughs> More rounds of the laughing, of the laughter. All right, let's uh, uh, Miss Ray, is there anything you want to add? Well, um, Miss L has a radio program called the No Nonsense Woman. Is there anything you would like to just straight up ask her? Um, who do you feel like your target market? Um, and like, how do you best? kind of service them? Like, do you feel like you have a lot of, like, middle-aged um, listeners? Do you feel like you have more younger listeners? And can you tell a difference in that, like, you know, with what the material that you offer? I I, I think we have more, um, I don't want to say middle-aged because I think, I think we do have more middle-aged. So I'm going to say maybe between from about 30, 30, 30 to 35 and older. I haven't gotten that really, like, really young, like 20-something. Mm-hmm. I haven't really gotten that yet, I don't think. Facts. Okay. And do you find that because the show has, you know, changes a little bit, shifts a little bit, depending? Did you say, uh-oh? Why did you say, uh-oh, Jess? I didn't, oh, I didn't hear the question because it, it went down. Yeah, I didn't hear the question. Yeah, that's why I said it all. Oh, am I breaking up? Am I going in and out? Yeah. You did. Yes, ma'am. I did. I'm sorry. Um, so I was yeah. asking if, can you hear me now? Is Am I breaking up still, y'all? No, you, you sound good now. Okay. So um, because of that demographic, do you find that, like, the nature of what you cover is different than um, – well, let me ask this. What do you – like, what what topic do you um, to help um, keep that demographic engaged? How about – like, I, I think that's a better way to ask it. 
because what I do is that I always try to get the younger people involved. So I have a, a millennial, always, so we have a perspective and a Gen X perspective. So I always like for my millennials to give their, their point of view on whatever we're talking about that day. Like, for instance, mm-hmm. you guys, we, we were talking about the um, getting I had mine, so I asked the millennial there what, what they thought about it because I'm – you know, it's it's a great thing I say, but I'm not, you know, jumping up for joy about it. You know, it's his money, great great for him. You know, I think it's awesome, an awesome accomplishment. But okay, right, right. <laughs> Is it still me? Can I still ask a question? You can. Yeah, go ahead. And then we're gonna bring on another caller and JB as well. Okay, that's fine. Go ahead. No, you go, Raven. Okay. Um, what's been your favorite topic that you've covered so far um, that you feel like has gotten, like, the best kind of, like, buzz um, with your audience? Ooh, this makes sense. Tr- but you know what? The, the, the Jesse Smollett situation. Mm, okay. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like it's never ending. It's always <laughs> like it's something else now. So, and, and I don't think you think it. A lot of um, different scenarios. Oh, well, you know what? This and then I, that still doesn't make any sense. Things have to make sense to me. And I just say, someone who's in his position, and that made no sense to me that he would do that. He would risk all that. So, that's been a really big discussion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. All right. And it's so multi, right. like it's so multi. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes. Yes, please. No, no. Finish, finish up, and then we'll bring the caller on. I was, I was just, I was just agreeing with her because there's just so many multivariants to that, um, and so many components to that whole mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. So I could definitely understand why that would be, like a, you know, a hot. There's so many different angles that you can, you know what I mean, focus in on. So I totally understand why, why that would be something that would be like a, you know, a hot topic for. Um, That's right, girl. Yeah. Right, girl. Come. Thank you for the cosign. Yes, with the cosign. I love my cosign. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, now uh, JB, before we bring you back on, uh, let's go ahead and take this other caller right quick. Let's see who this is. Caller in the eight zero three four eight seven. You're on the air. Who is this? Yo, what's going on? It's JT. JT. Yes, close some platform. JT of Big Woo Radio is in the house. A lot of people from Big Woo Radio. EM fam in the house. Yes. L in the house. <clears throat> Miss L, you thought you were working on being shy. Uh, I'm not being shy. I, you know, she's breaking up, so I'm having a hard time hearing sometimes. Oh, oh my bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm kind of moving around, but how, how you doing, Miss L? EM Enterprise Management family in the house. Hello, JT. Nice to speak to you again. No doubt, no doubt. Hello, Miss Raven, Miss Adrian. How y'all doing? Great to meet y'all again on air. 
Oh, oh, yeah. JT, JT, what 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 can we do for you? You got any uh any questions for Miss L? Anything you want to bring up? Anything you want to discuss? Chop it up with her on the air with. Yeah. Oh, let me not forget my brother JB, man. How you doing? Oh, let me go bring let me bring JB back on. Oh, JB. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. What's going on, bro? Hey, I can't call it, man. Same crap, different toilet. How you living, player? All right, man. Another classic, brutally honest, though, man. I can't, I can't complain, man, at all. <laughs> hey, see, before we move forward, Miss L, I, I want to apologize when, 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 uh, when Jay mentioned said your name. I was like. Why does this name sound familiar? And I apologize for not recognizing your voice, love. Please forgive me. Charges to my mind and not to my heart. Yeah, but I was like, you know who that is. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I am familiar with Miss L and that gorgeous smile of hers. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, I got a question for Ms. L, and this is what I want to know. Uh, if you could travel anywhere in the world, what would be your top three destinations if you could travel Ooh. anywhere? In the- oh, gosh. Okay. Um, Australia is one. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I really haven't thought about it. I mean, I haven't put any thought into it because I'm not one who really likes to. I'm not like a, a Dubai person. So going to, I don't know. Yeah. Australia is what I want to go right now. That's what I can really think of at the top of my head. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. It happens. Um, I have a, I have a way of catching people off guard, not thinking about, you know, certain questions. So I moved to my uh-huh. second question. Um, if you could name one person that you would want to meet, living or dead, who would that person be? Uh, uh, did, did you get it? Did you what, get what was that? Uh, no, you I broke out. I would love to meet and chat with Denzel Washington, yes. Okay, okay. That's what's up. And so also know you're a writer and also a fabulous a fabulous radio show. Shout out to your radio show. Anybody that's not listening, if you're on iHeartRadio, you can definitely check her out, you know what I'm saying, because she's worldwide, global, you know what I'm saying, with a no-nonsense woman and company. But let me ask you this. If you could give if you could give advice to any celebrity at this moment, who would that celebrity be, and what would the advice be to that celebrity? Oh wow! Wow! Mm-hmm. I'm just drinking my butt tonight. Wow. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow! Oh, yeah. there's so many. There's so many. I have to pick one. 
Oh, I'm gonna have to think things over now. Who would I give advice to? Why don't you give advice to Juicy Smollett? Jesse, yeah, not Jesse. His name Juicy from now on for what he pulls. So, uh. <laughs> I, you know, I'm gonna disagree with that, baby. I'm gonna disagree with that. So, uh-huh. that's right. There's <laughs> <laughs> um, one advice. I don't cram in with the questions. Okay. What what I would do would be Chris Brown. I'd give one to Jay Z. Tell him to give it off all the money. Would you really? What? If I if I had to tell Jay Z what I would say, I would say, "Great, he, this is what he did. He I was told he rebuilt the project wherever he's from in New Jersey or something. Um, I would tell him why." The project. Why would you help them like become homeowners? You know that mm. that that would that would be my question because you you make the the project very comfortable. If, if you can say that, but they still it's not theirs. It's not home ownership. That's that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, great question. Good question. Good question, JT. Yeah, great question. Hey, I got. Oh. Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, Miss L. So since you've been on on the great Black Topia Roundtable tonight, I want to tell. I want to ask you. What what is one cool element about each of the hosts on the show? Some guy named Jay, Adrian, and Raven that just got on. Tell me one thing cool that you learned about them tonight. Um, I think okay, I think she's got a personality. She's I think she's got comedic element. and she's easy to talk to. You're breaking up. I said. She's funny, so I I can kick you with her anytime. Miss Raven, <laughs> I, I think she's Miss Raven is, is 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 very intellectual, so I can I can chat with her too on a, on a, another whole level. And some guy named Jay, he's just that some guy named Jay. He just he just laid back and he's easy going. Uh, so, so, I mean, the, the vibe about the whole Blacktopia is really, it's, it's just, it's really cool. It's really relaxing, and it makes me want to open the. You guys are definitely doing something special. Definitely, bring some people. Oh, that's to Blacktopia pretty fly too. right there. <clears throat> yeah. Thank you for that. You're very welcome. Oh yes, yeah, awesome. Yes, thank you. Thank you for the compliment and the kind words. And thank you for that setup, JT, for that, that, that awesome cross-promotion type question. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, um, well, anybody that Jamie, wants to I join in on the Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, JB. Um, considering where we are right now, Miss L, 
uh, and, and, and I'm going to kind of switch things up. I, I'm curious to know you, your point of view. Um, have you and are you planning on doing any shows about uh, the current and future political landscape of where we are right now and the importance of our people to pay attention to what's going on and how important it is to be mindful of who's running and what's happening from a local state as well as a national um, standpoint. I let me tell you this. You just you just go right into my wheelhouse. I talk about political stuff pretty much every every day we're on the show. So I always want to um, get other people's perspective on on what's going on on our on our political landscape and 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 why is that you know. So I want so I want to have you on as a guest because I think you're very and so what's going on and I would love to have a conversation with you on our show. I think you're amazing. It's going to be a pleasure and an honor to come on your show. Um, and, and, and and I mean that figuratively and literally. You do. Share the whole Because when you were speaking earlier, I was I was just like vibing with everything you were saying, and I agree with it. I 100. I agree 100%. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, I think it's important for us to really be, um, to be, to to not just be, not be the, the the race force with the blinders on, going with tunnel vision. We need to be focused on things that are not only right in front of us, but that are around us, and we really need to be thinking more outside our box. So, uh, as you know, my brother JT, you know, you know, we have great conversations about that. And I'm definitely interested in coming on your show because I definitely remember the interview when you came on Big Wool Radio, and I and I walked and I got off the I got off the radio, finding myself fascinated from that interview. So um, I, I'm definitely. It would definitely be a pleasure and an honor to come on your show. Well, we're going to have to make that happen sooner rather than later. Well, I, I guess we got to gotta <laughs> lean on JT to connect her. So. <laughs> JT, do your job. JT always does an excellent job of like you know booking the guests and things like that for me. So you know my hat is off to him. I appreciate I appreciate it so much. I don't have the words to express, but I, I appreciate it very much. Thank you. No doubt, no doubt. Oh yeah, dang, I was muted. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, we're here, we're here. I was muted, I'm trying to talk with it on mute. Definitely. These are great questions. I'm looking forward to hearing JB on the No Nonsense Woman show with you, Miss L. That, that'll be great. Oh, yeah. I'm going to mm. be awesome because we, we can have a whole segment just you talking. So I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> well, 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 Jay, can I ask, ask Miss Raven a question real quick? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Miss um, Raven, being, being an educator, um, what are your thoughts with the lack of African-American 
teachers, educators out here, and understanding that um, on average, 13, I think 13 to 23% in, in most states where, where teachers are actually leaving the profession and willing to walk away from teaching kids. I mean, I think that last part speaks for itself. Um, you know, it, it doesn't take too long and too much to, you know what I mean, be in the classroom, you know what I'm saying, get into a school district. Because you have to understand, like, like schools and classrooms are kind of ecosystems in themselves, right? So you have the classroom is within a school. That right. school is within a school district and on and on and on. And every little, you know, there's, there's a cataclysm of all of that. So typically what happens is, you know, you're somewhat in control of your classroom. And I use my, I use my um, language very deliberately because <laughs> you're definitely not as much in control of, of what you teach as you think. Um, so you're in, you know, that, that's the component that you probably have the most control over, right? Then outside right. of that, you have your school administrators. And now, you know, a lot of people think school administrators and they hear principal. Well, that's not always the case because there's a lot of times that, you know, administration gets injured in, gets picked. You know, you never know what's going to happen. Okay, so there's that. School, your school district, okay? And okay. this is where the component, the component that you were talking about in terms of local level politics, that's where that becomes of great um, importance and concern. Because I think a lot of people don't realize the amount of say they could potentially have in electing those officials. Um, because school boards, have a lot of control that a lot of people don't know that they have. Exactly. And and they and they can squat inside of a position just as much as a poli- as a politician an actual public office can. And what I mean by squat is I mean by getting inside of a position and just kind of sitting there. You know what I mean? And so you're getting the benefits of being an elected official, but you're not even really Hello? doing the work. Did I break up? Hello? Oh, no, I heard Hello? you. So do, do, yeah. do you think the accountability is much different since, you know, um, with those elected school officials? I mean, everyone in that system has a level of accountability. Everyone does, period. So there's that component because... I'm not surprised, and let me go back to what you were saying. I'm not surprised that um, my fellow colleagues are leaving because it only takes so much to reach your breaking point. Mm. And, and, you know, a lot of us us get into the profession of education for different reasons. We're not all there for the same reason, okay? Some people got into it because they thought it was going to be easy. Some people thought, you know, some people get into it because they're really trying to make change. Um, so there's, 
you've got to understand people are coming into the profession of education and teaching with their own personal reasons. So there's that, both trying to make a change and you're trying to make a difference and you're trying to really care for your students. And you happen to get inside of that school system and or that school, that actual school where maybe the administration is not on board with what you're trying to be on board with. It doesn't take a lot to get frustrated, if that makes sense. So I'm not surprised about that at all. So that's that part. Then when you start talking about actual cultural relevance and biases about of educators, like that's a whole other of a of a of a conversation. <laughs> like like I mean I've been having this I've been talking this this topic up since literally the beginning of the school year. Like people have to understand that teachers get into these positions and are bringing with them all of their biases right along with them. And a lot of these teachers are getting into these positions, and they've had unchallenged biases for the entire length of their teaching career. And what I mean by unchallenged biases is how are you going to treat the little black boy who's doing this versus the little white boy doing this? And are you, and are, and are you equipped and have you been keeping up with your professional development to learn the techniques and the methods on how to best advocate for both of them? Right? So there's that. Then there's the whole component of just resources in general for a school. I've worked in schools that have, you know, that they're public schools, but they're in a richer um, and they're in a richer school district or just a, a richer um, or higher economic um, area. And you can definitely tell the difference in between, like, the resources that are available for them, um, mm-hmm. the way, the, the way that, that, at which those resources are available to them. You can definitely. Um, and then you can also tell the difference and the teachers who themselves have proper training or current training. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about these teachers who have been in the profession 20, 30, 40 years, and what are they doing to keep up with current trends? You know, the education arena changes yearly, okay? And so if you're not taking it to professional development, you're already behind the eight ball. Then let's add to the component of time management. There are sometimes wow. that there are teachers who are very there are there are teachers who are very well intentioned and very well want to help advocate over here or learn this intervention over here, but don't have the time. You know, I'm on a different I'm a, I'm in a different kind of you know um, demographic because I'm single and I don't have my own children, right? I could only imagine what it's like to go teach in front of a, a class for seven, eight hours, go prepare your lesson plans, but then I'm still taking care of a household that includes my husband and my children. Whew. Like mm-hmm. something is going uh-huh. to give. Now, now Raven, uh, yeah, you, yeah. 
I, I do. I, there's, a, there's a caller that wants to jump in on it and, and add to what you're saying. Let's see what this uh, caller has to say. Caller in the five six two three three one. You're on the air. Who is this? Hey, what's up, Jay? This is John Huey. John Huey. Oh yeah. Guys got some interesting topics going on, and uh, the last one uh, that my man brought up. I'm sorry to catch your name, but uh, about and the question that was about uh, teachers and education. I'm not a teacher, but I have been a coach, and I've been working in a um, school district for the last 25 years. Um, and uh, where where I where I did coach, because I'm no longer coaching there, uh, we went through some issues when we, when the housing bubble when we had the, uh, the recession. I I live I happen to live in a, a neighborhood that wasn't really touched by that as far as our schools. We didn't have to give up pretty much anything. Our kids in our in our school district, they were able to do everything that they did before. We didn't. We were blessed. We, you know, I live in a pretty well-off neighborhood, and I do know I do have friends that are teachers. And here in I'm in California, by the way. So here in California, it is it is about the haves and the have-nots. If you happen to live in a neighborhood that houses are very expensive, and and you got a school board that cares about education then you're going to see that you got all the tools that you need in the classroom as far as financially. But if you live in a neighborhood that is economically challenged, well, then you're going to see all the, all the athletic and shiny stuff that you want because for some reason they think that only way that brown and black people can get out of the hood is through, through athletics and not through education. And uh, that's, you know, because it's completely opposite and the neighborhood that I live in, like you, you, they 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 make you beg, borrow, and steal to get anything for the athletic department. And I've been in the athletic department for, like I said, 25 years. But then you go over to a, a pretty much like you all know, you know, heard of Compton. You go to Compton, and they in their school district, and school districts like that, they give them everything they want as far as the athletic department. They have you no know, brand new uniforms, brand new fields, whatever, whatever. But if you try to get something in the classroom, he's like, oh no. Um, Give you one quick example. I'm not gonna. I know we're coming close. I'm not gonna take too much of your time. But my nephew. This, and this was years ago. I know things have truly changed. I hope things have changed. But my nephew, who uh, who came to live with me, um, with us um, when he was younger, um, he was uh, in the fifth or sixth grade, and um, the math book that he was in, his cousin, who was in two grades above him in Compton, they were taking. They were using the same book. So what's up with that? You know, I mean, they're, so it just shows you that, you know, what kind of where when you in a, a more affluent neighborhood where, you know, where they're going to emphasis is going to be on. It's not going to, you know, my son, when he first, the first day of school, his kindergarten teacher said, look, kids in the school might get B's, don't get mad. They might get C's, don't get mad because we're trying to, we're, we are trying to, raise lawyers, doctors, um, and, you know, uh, and engineers. So if they go to another school, they're going to get A's and B's. But here they're going to get C's and B's because we push our students. And that's the mentality that starts in the beginning. And you got to, you got to, you know, so it's, it's the quality of the teacher. It's, it's, and it's also the quality, you know, hey, we always want to put it off on the school. But we got to take some responsibility on our own. 
because you Thank work. You. You gotta. You you can't put it off because we hear, we see these stories on the news where people are homeless, the brothers sister are homeless, and they and they end up doing a thing. But if we glorify things that have nothing to do with education, then and and always criticizing and talking about oh he's an egghead or he's this or she's a nerd or whatever. When actually, when out in, in all actuality, those are the people that's gonna be running the world because they're they're gonna be in a position, you know that 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 the people who are quote-unquote, cool, and you're never going to get there. You know, so we, we, it, it comes, you know, then I've, I've noticed some of the, the parents that that uh, that's how if they've had issues in the past in school, they don't seem, you know, they want to, they wanna, you know, come in there with an attitude when when they're dealing with teachers, and it, it's a turnoff. When they're dealing with the coaches, it's a turnoff. It's, it, look, you know, the teachers, for the most part, are not trying to, to 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 bring your kids down, they're trying to bring them up. But if we can't do what we need to do, and ain't nobody putting, their, I'm not talking about putting their hands on or, or disrespecting by calling them out of their name, but just holding holding them accountable. If you can't hold a child accountable for something that they're supposed to do, and there's an excuse for everything, so what about when that when they walking around out in the street and somebody's rolling around with a gun and they they gonna hold them accountable, and you ain't gonna like how they hold them accountable. So it starts at the beginning. It's you gotta you gotta teach your child that education is number one or pretty damn high in order to and and have respect for the institution. Yeah, there might be individual teachers, but if you just you know just paint the whole school or the whole situation with this broad brush, well then you're part of the problem too. Because there's a lot of teachers, there's a lot of coaches, there's a lot of people that are trying to do the right thing, but they get frustrated. When they deal with multiple parents who've had bad experiences, or or just let's call it like it is, or just straight up ignorant and don't know shit, and you know, and want to want to come up there arguing and don't know how to don't know how to put together two word sentence, and then they, they you know don't know what they're arguing about, and and then making this and then wonder why oh my baby my baby my, your baby what what we we trying to get your baby so that they can so they can get an education and get up get you up out of the hood and you. You, you, all you want to do is just hold them back. But that's all I gotta say. I mean, you got, this is a great show. You know, I mean, you, you know, Jay. I'm glad you started this show. I don't mean just tonight, but this show in general is is a, is a beautiful thing. And I'm glad I, I get to participate from time to time. And um, I'm gonna continue to 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 come in and 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 uh, say what I gotta say well, as long as you let me say what I gotta say. And for everybody else on the show, you guys are doing a great job. And um, we need to. Make sure that more people know about this so that, you know, look, you know, you ain't got to be blonde hair and blue eyes to have an opinion in this world. There's a lot of pretty black folks, and it's, hey, and you ain't got to be pretty either. We could be ugly, too, if we got an opinion. <laughs> so you you know what, look hey, good. hey, let's call them facial, let's just call them facially challenged. That sounds There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if some of these parents out here should be procreating, they just got some, some kids that they, 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 and, and you know what? For you parents out there, if if, if you scored a four hundred on your SAT Uh-oh. and your significant other scored a seven hundred on their SAT, don't lie to your kids and try to tell them they can become president of the United States or they become an astronaut. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> 
the intelligence is not there. So let's so let's stop lying to ourselves and let's stop lying. Don't start lying to our kids. If they're gonna be a custodial engineer, just let them be the best custodial engineer they could possibly be. Yeah. But that's what John he would thank you for uh <laughs> Yeah, gotta be brutally honest. Uh, definitely, John Huey. Definitely thank you for calling in and giving your opinion. As always, it is, you're always welcome to call in and, 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 and spit that realness. Yes, I've got the job. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, we don't have any more callers left. And we got, oh, we got nine minutes. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, we got a, 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 a lot more show left. So if anybody wants to grab the mic, and uh, Adrian Charleston. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 You welcome to speak. Speak on. No, I was just listening. It's a, it's a lot of people on the phone. A lot of stuff going on, and then with the breaking up, I was like, ain't no need for me to chime in. But um, I, I will say on the school thing. Um, you know, I mean, as individuals, you know, take care of your children, know, know what they're doing, know what they're learning. And if they're not learning at school, teach them at home. It's one of those things that they may not be able to get everything there. And again, it's not the teacher's fault. They aren't paid enough to be able to have all the resources that they need. So, um, and John Huey was saying something about you know, people encourage their kids to get athletic scholarships and stuff, but um, my son went to school on an academic scholarship. So, I mean, it's, it's not impossible. I just say that. So just, you know, encourage your kids, back your kids, let them know what what can be done and what needs to be done. Um, I'm not going to say whether I think going to college or not is one of the most important things in the world, especially if you have to go into debt. Um, I will say that, you know, for some people it can be a stepping stone. For others it could just be, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it, it can be okay. And, I mean, if it's not for you. Hmm? I said economic suicide. Right. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. Everybody doesn't have to go to college. Sometimes now it seems like having a college degree is equivalent to having a high school diploma, so it seems necessary. So sometimes people just go just to have a piece of paper, and they don't even use it for what they went to school for, which is okay because, you know, it's just like something that's necessary, not something that, you know, necessarily going to get you any further than a high school diploma at this point in life. But, yeah, that's just my two cents. Hey <laughs> Jay. Uh huh. Hey Jay, you know you know what I think, and I love what Adrian just said. Personally, I don't. I think college is overrated. Listen, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest with you. I dropped out. Of, I dropped out of college. Why? Because I couldn't see myself listening to someone trying to educate me, and yet I'm making your annual salary in two months. It didn't make sense to me. So at the end of the day, I look at it this way. We should be focusing on getting vocational programs back in school, teaching mm-hmm. our kids to become carpenters, masons, electricians, master electrician, 
establishing a, a, a mechanic, establishing a trade, then going to school to further yourself, to, 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 to personally develop and professionally develop yourself. Because if you have a trade, all of the, all of the uh, professions that I just named, they're going to always be needed. And you mm-hmm. can make great money doing it and help people at the same time and be mentors mm-hmm. for those who might have a passion for it, as opposed to going out here, taking loans out, and going to school. And plus, I think kids would yeah. kids would have a, a, a would appreciate it more if they have money and they're paying out of their pocket, as opposed to mom and dad or somebody giving them money to go to school to go flunk out. Oh yes, oh yes. That's that's a great topic for the future. We'll certainly have that. John Huey, you are still on, but uh, but what I want to do is I want to pass the mic to L. Miss L. She hasn't got enough airtime. This uh, our guest haven't got enough airtime this for this last hour, and I definitely want her to, you know, get it all in before we close it out. Okay. Well, I would. Uh, you're gonna bring that back to the future. Sorry, Miss L. There you go. Okay, I was as I was listening to everyone talk about. I come from a, a educational background as well. So when I was talking, listening to the other caller and um, speaking on the parents, I think for me, I'm not going to touch talking along, but I think for me, it, it's the combination of the teachers and the parents. And I think we have teachers that that are coming into these certain communities and they don't know, they can't relate to the students and and maybe what's going on in their home. So for me, I always think that if you can have a person from the community just as a teacher, the child has a better chance. Because you're bringing teachers in from other communities, they have no idea what that child is dealing with, and that's where the problem is. That's part of the problem. That's my opinion. (laughs) Oh, yes, definitely, definitely. Uh, And also, you're welcome to – we're going to want to bring this topic back very soon. Uh, Chester Williams of the ABC2 Foundation is uh, it will be a guest very soon. We'll, we're going to put that on his show because he works with, uh, you know, college-age students, high school students. So uh, this will be a great, you know, show for that. So we're going to revisit this whole topic and really get down to the gritty-nitties of it. And, Miss Ale, if there's – Anything else you want to plug? Anything else you want to say? <laughs> Definitely check us out. The floor is yours. You know, I just want to say thank you guys um, for having me on. Um, it's been a great time. I didn't, I didn't even realize how much um, that I was going to have a really good time. I didn't know what to expect, but I, you guys just welcomed me, and I appreciate it um, so much. And, you know, tune in to the No Nuts Woman and Company on Mondays and Wednesdays, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're on tomorrow. Special guest, so please tune in, and if you can't, Check us out on iHeartRadio as well. That's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely, yes. And Al, uh, you know, bring some people to Blacktopia, too. You know, let, let your people know, hey, this is, this is a great show. and This is a great Facebook group. You know, join us. Have them join us. And also, I, I want to say for every yes. Definitely do that. And also, coming up this week, next week, sometime very, 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 very soon, uh, we are going to have a new challenge. We're going to be putting new challenges in the group. We just had the uh, the Black Authors Challenge, and congratulations to Nayana Renee, who won that, and also Sam Aaron, who came in second place. The next challenge will be is the Blacktopia Admin Challenge. 
who wants to be an admin, and a lot of people want to be an admin right now. So it'll be this will be your opportunity. We'll make it into a fun game. You'll actually be uh, doing stuff uh, for for the group that an admin would do. That's part of the challenge, and uh, and I'll be uh, teaching you guys what we're going to be doing in this new direction that we're going to take Blacktopia in. So uh, so if you want to be an admin and you're listening to this show. Sign up for the Blacktopia Admin Challenge when I post the post. And uh, so that's what we're going to be doing. Raven, Raven, what would you like to say before we go? Um, take care of your mental health, even though May is over. <laughs> yeah. like that's, that's literally, I mean, a lot of times we, no, a lot of times we get into the habit of really going in you know, on these, you know, awareness months, and that's great, but just because it's an awareness month doesn't mean that that the awareness should just go away, anticipate. So I feel like it's June, you know, it's, it's about to get hot out, like dumb hot out, um, especially for, I mean, from the education perspective, you know, we, we got students coming back home, maybe home lives aren't the best. Maybe community resources aren't the best. This is a great time still to be advocating for mental health and mental health um, um, projects and mental health um, campaigns that, you know, help the community in general. So I think that's still also a highly important um, topic to be continuing on in June and July. So thank you for that. Definitely, definitely. Adrian Charleston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 You spoke, but you can say something else too to wrap us out. Oh, um, y'all have have a wonderful um, June. This is the last month of the year to celebrate my birthday. Celebrate. I knew that was happening. Call me, cash I knew at that me. That was coming. Dollar sign, butterfly flow is so easy. <laughs> Just hit me up. I'm taking gifts all the way to the end of June. <laughs> and every radio show, party, anything I go to from now to then is about me. Thank you. She's she lying yeah. because she would take something in July. She would take something in July. Don't let her lie to you. Yep. Oh, yes. Yep. Oh, yes. Well, we we're celebrating everything we do in our personal life and celebrating Adrian Charleston's birthday. I uh, I burped earlier today, so that was an honor for Adrian Charleston. Everything we're doing is, a- is celebrating Adrian That's Charleston's right. birthday. All right. Yes, yes. All right, you don't have to go home, but you got to get the hell off this thing. Good night. <laughs> Good night, Black See you in Facebook. See you in Facebook world. Thank you, Michelle. Yes. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. All right, good night, Miss Elle. Day 